Fucking Michelle. Ah. Well, now, <laughs> we're so professional. Anyway. Now that Michelle if has finished Michelle. her hour-long pee, <laughs> we can now start a show. Wait, she's got to get her earrings off. She's, are you really like de-earringing for this show? You know some shit's going down when Michelle takes... All of a sudden you hear... Oh. <laughs> the knife's going to come out. She's ready to fucking do it. The earrings are coming off, ladies and gentlemen. Are you guys ready to do a show? Yeah! All, right. All right, let's do a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite Everybody. lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcaster Show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! I'm Kathy. I'm Michelle. Freshly urinated, my Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Fre- oh, thank you. Freshly bladder emptying, my Michelle. <laughs> too bad. And too bad. I am Count Boogie, and this is show 137. Seven. Jesus. Oh, I know. Wow. And we're Scary. here. Got a full room full of people. It's like they like us now. I don't understand. People like us. I don't get why they're here. You, well, that's... <laughs> It's pretty it. obvious, isn't it? It's the, I don't know why I'm here. It's See, the crack. Papi Ramon has no idea why <laughs> he's here. It's the crack. He's here because of me. Yeah, you but dragged got, him here. Look, that is. You have a supporter. You have a couple supporters here. You have like, why does she have fans? <laughs> <laughs> we fucking put in the work. This bitch comes in, takes an hour and a half to piss. She's got 20 people in here. I think everybody here I can't with, get a hand job for doing this show. With the exception of Voltron is here because of her. That's true. Voltron yeah. is here. Yes. That's your new name, by the way. We just He's now known as Voltron. <laughs> Unger! Yes. Unger, what's, is there a chat room going on? Yes, there is a chat room, as that's, always. That's great. How many people are in there? Right now, there are 12 of us. Ooh. 12 wow. of us. Ooh, la, 13 la. of us. Is uh, crazy psycho techo uh, Akatan in there? Of course. That is good. That is good. Uh, Akatan, of course, is now, we're trying to rein her in. Yeah, why did you have to post that? You knew what would happen. I posted it for advice. I said, okay, so... As those of you that know, if you go search on Google for, you know, BDSM or kink or kink podcast or BDSM, you know by testing that that we don't exist in the (laughs) fucking Google universe because the GoDaddy website builder doesn't let us pick our own keywords so we can't optimize our site for that. So it's been a frustration. Wow, listen to you talking all text. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's been my life for the past fucking 80 years. So I, I'm like, you know, I had spent so much time building this website and all, putting all this shit up, and then just finally like, you know what? We can't really move forward because people have to be able to search, and we have to be able to get on those pages when they go and look. So, so you put out the call. So I put out the call, and I said, look, we got to find, you know, what do I find? <laughs> what do I do? You know, and like all of a sudden, all the nerds, all the perverted podcast Aww. nerds and geeks with Akatan holding the lead torch. <laughs> ah, that is all I needed, Boogie. And I'm like, hold on. Wait. She already built like two sites. She's built like 80 <laughs> test sites. She's like, I built this. And I'm like, can you please make sure that you get some sleep? Because, you know. So, uh, yeah. So we have some people that are helping us out. And it looks like uh, a WordPress site can be loaded on the. We have a server on GoDaddy, and, and hopefully we can get our keywords. And then I have to. We have to once again build another site. So it'll be Turdnado the third. For, <laughs> per, three. for perverted podcast, but we are working on that, and then of course, uh, you know, blah blah blah, all the stuff that we have to do. But that's pretty good. What are you have some things up here on oh, the no, potato wait. mayhem board? Wait, what? Uh, I want to find out what happened. We talked about Unger's class. And oh the PJ yeah, that's party. right. Yes, the PJ Last party week. was a lot of fun. Yeah, but <laughs> tell us, Unger, how'd it go? How did your class go? The class went well. Thank you. Thank you. It's good, Unger. Did you get a lot of skin cut off you? Um, oh yeah, I was there. Did you eat <laughs> it? Well, of, course of course you were there. there. <laughs> so uh, well, so there's a lot of yeah. Um, so yes, they started with doing very piercing. articulate. <laughs> they, <laughs> thank you, Boogie. Boogie, let him talk. 
like I said, we started with doing piercings. Uh, they used 20-gauge needles. They put eight in each arm, and they strung monofilament up one, up through the needle on one arm, and then the needle on the other arm. And Who's they? The audience just came up and... No, no, no. Oh. The, the class was being taught by uh, Nix uh, from Firebird Leather and Az. Right. Cool. So right. uh, each were doing one arm, and then they strung, it, strung me up to hold me down. So I was stuck like this for hours. It was hours. fun watching him try to drink water. <laughs> oh, they left you like that. that. Yeah. So your yeah. arms were While sewn. While I was being cut, I was actually bound. So your arms were habit. sewn together, basically. Yes, because I have a bad nice. habit of like dancing if I hear music that I like while sure, being cut on yes. and stuff. Nice, so nice. It was a kind of funny attempt to make sure I don't do that. <laughs> But yeah, I was drinking like this, and I know the audience on the radio ca- or the show yeah. won't be able to hear it. But the people in the just audience so can you see have me so <laughs> if you can picture <laughs> grabbing both your forearms with your hands when you do kind of that genie thing and trying to just drink out of a bottle of water. Put, that's mm-hmm. that must have been uh, quite, yeah, it, it, quite a, a sight. Of, got a lot of laughs on that. <laughs> I enjoyed watching you eat your own flesh. That was good. Oh, my God. I knew it. Did it. I knew it. Did he? So oh. we actually discussed it ahead of time on what we would do and how we would prepare it if we prepared it at all, which we didn't. The best part of that was the piece on my left side was Nix was, Nix was working mm-hmm. on that. And she started at the bottom to try to get a better shot because we were actually using a webcam and a, and a, and a monitor so people on, in front of me could see what was happening and get an actual oh, okay, up right. close yeah, view. Yeah, yeah. So, they got, so they got a really good up close view of what was happening. People in the back got a distant view. Um, and so to get a better view on the camera, she was starting from the bottom, which doesn't work as well. So when she flipped over and started from the top, she got this piece that was about four inches mm-hmm. long. Oh, <laughs> Which she named. She got it going. She's like, I'm going to name this piece. This is Leonard. Oh, Leonard. So you ate Leonard? So, yes. I actually added that to my fetish list over the weekend. Eating Leonard. Eating oh. Leonard, Leonard is on my fetish oh, list. That's nice. Oh, that's so if you want to add into uh, watching. A lot more fun and... Uh, and fun. But it, it was no. fun. Oh no! What's watching tough? watching certain people like squirm when we said we were going to do this because we let them that know ahead enough. of time yeah. that right. we were going to do. Did this. some people leave when you were about to do it? People left before that. Yeah. Oh. Everyone okay. who was leaving left yes. in the first. That would be like me. ten minutes. Like when yeah. they first started cutting, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, now, what about the the party, sir? Did the pajama party? Pajama party was fun. The general party yeah, was a lot of fun. It was fun. fun. Everything uh, there were there were other events going on that night, so we didn't have as good a turnout as we could have. But uh, it was, oh, but it was, was still pretty. It was a pretty busy night. It was still very a very good party. Yeah. It, it was not a bad yeah. party in any way. Did some we, anal uh, hook pull? Yeah. Did you? The, yeah. Nice. Not me. Yeah. Yeah. I put them both. Why not? I put it in my teeth Come and then on. in my ass. That would have been cool. And then I let people drag me. There up. you go. That would have been good. No, actually, Bunny and I topped. Uh, Mew and another one of our partners, and uh, and they did because you know Bunny's not into the anal and she cheated on her anal hook. So I said, well, let's get two girls that like uh, like things in their pooter, mm. and uh, and we put them across the room, and and then uh, it was a lot of fun. So they pulled against each other, and uh, and then I hung carabiners in the middle of the rope, and then I hung like that fruit roll up fruit by the foot uh, on the middle of it. And then I like took a cane and I like tut and they had to try to eat it off of the carabiner, uh, <laughs> you know it was like a hanging that pressed fruit yeah, stuff. Yeah, I hear you. And so they both you did. They dropped so it a couple weird. times. And Mew was like all not Mew. Um, Bunny was all toppy, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm in a toppy mood, Daddy. Let's do this." And I'm like, "All right, that's great. Yeah, she's really doing it." And then the second, the se- <laughs> the second like one of the pieces of fruit roll up uh, fell on the on the mat. Literally, all of her toppiness left, and she went. <laughs> she went. Can I have it? <laughs> it fell. Can I have it? And I'm like, I lost her. And she's like, Yeah. And that was that was that was. You uh, can't dangle fruit roll ups in front of a little. No, you can't. No. Apparently, that's uh, that is just a uh, little crack, and uh, didn't go. So, what's mechanical oral sex? I want to know what schizophrenic oral sex is. Oh, that was Whoa. terrifying. I'd rather. I have th- we had three oral sex <laughs> topics. Well, well, let me tell about. Yeah, uh, I see that. Well. <sighs> Schizophrenic oral sex has got to be you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. It's actually pretty dark, but of course I have to share all of Count Boogie <laughs> on the show. So um, way, way, way after the party or whatever, 
um, Mew was asleep, and then our other lover, uh, who we don't have a name for the show yet, but she will be here soon <laughs> enough. Um, and she's uh, amazing, and so of course didn't want to wake Mew up. So I'm like, oh, well, okay, let's still be a little frisky. So I drag her into the dungeon at like three thirty in the morning, and uh, and I didn't turn any of the lights on, and and so just kind of creeped down the hall and went into one of the rooms, and then and then I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna just want to put my mouth on her, just fucking just do it. So took her into the jail cell and you know turned the lights. And yes, I'm at I decided all the fucking tables after, <laughs> and uh, I'm the janitor. <laughs> God damn it. So I put her down, but I. I just turned the lights really, really low, um, like really low. And, you know, I live here. So seven days a week, you know, I walk these hallways. Um, a lot of people are freaked out and I've gotten very used to it. But sometimes I forget, Kathy, that I have legitimate <laughs> mental issues. And, uh, you know, uh, I was on Ridland my whole childhood. So uh byproduct is hallucinations and real hallucinations and terror and night terrors and, and you walked into a dark dungeon and i walked into a dark dungeon but i had sex on the mind so um i was cool and you know i've done really really good with this and i swear and part of my like i register on this spectrum of schizophrenic like almost like just under like hey you should probably you know see someone so i'm not but i'm kind of i have some of the voices and what I feel when I get when I used to be really bad is you hear you feel the voices in your head you feel them behind you you just the presence is palpable and unavoidable and no matter what you think and you know it's not real but it's just they're fucking there and I've had nightmares follow there's a whole long history of of my mental stuff so I'm in the jail cell <laughs> I'm eating some fucking pussy <laughs> and it's really dark and I'm like, yeah, this is, yeah, I'm de- fucking, yeah, and she's having a good time, and it's just, I'm in the zone, and I just hear, like, a little creak of a noise, and then all of a sudden, fucking, they're just fucking demons, like, around me, all in back, and I'm eating fucking pussy, just picture, nom, 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 oh, fuck, nom, 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 this isn't cool, nom, 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 and I'm kind of, like, looking, nom, 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 and she's oblivious. Of course. And my goal is to keep her vision. I'm like, nom, 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 nom. And it starts getting, like, heavier and more creepy. And, like, that that terror is building in my stomach. And I can feel my guts turning. And it's just going. And I'm like, nom, 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 nom. And I'm trying to look. And I'm like, just don't look. Because the fear is always that if I look and I see whatever the thing is that I think is there, then I know I've now gone crazy. That's been my fear. It's because it's right there. The voices are there. The 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 mood, the evil, the terror, all that's there. But I know that one day I'm just going to turn. It's going to be like, hi, you're schizophrenic now, um, you know. <laughs> and so that's li- and I'm trying to hold it together while eating pussy. But why didn't you just? Stop. Because I'm eating fucking pussy and you don't do that. Even and I'm like, that overrides. And I'm like, it'll, it'll pass, it'll pass. And it just wasn't passing and it was getting worse and more ominous and my shoulders were cringing. And I'm like, nom, 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 nom. And I'm like, this is so lame. I hate this shit. And you know it's not real, but then I start hearing other noises and it just got worse and worse and worse. And finally I just, like, whatever and just was able to push it out and it started to kind of pass a little. <laughs> I like it. You don't think this is funny? This shit's no! funny. No! <laughs> the audience I'm, is dumbstruck. <laughs> I'm crazy. I You get haven't it. fucking figured this but out in 137 the, episodes. The I have some real really fucking issues. Is freaking me out is that you wouldn't stop because you're eating pussy. It's but not because like you, I you know, have a lack of pussy around Because here. I know it's not real. I know that it's all in my but head. But would it have just, stopped if you had like turned on the lights and walked out of there? Yeah, but then I would have blown the vibe. Okay, see, this is the part I don't get. <laughs> so I thought it was so it was dark, but you know it was a dark moment. But I just thought it was so I, the crazy moment passed. Yeah, obviously it passed. Okay. You know, how long was, did it take to pass? Fifteen twenty minutes. That's it was, not bad. You know, uh, it was that's then some and then dedication yeah. to pussy. I am dedicated. God damn it. <laughs> You're like, why? What am I going to do? Oh, I'm sorry. I have to turn the lights on. I'm having a borderline schizophrenic moment here. <laughs> I just don't see that as being like. I just don't see that as being like. Oh, this guy's stable. 
think I'll come back and play <laughs> well, with him more often. She's going to show. She's going to, well, now it's all funny and stuff like that. <laughs> Until the next time. But I can hold my cool. That just lets you know I'm acting. When you look at me in the face, you just know that there's shit going on in Boogie's head, and I can't oh, yeah. stop it. You just have to kind of make, and, and there's people who are Far worse. There's people who are legitimately schizophrenic and have the voices and see the shit. And and we have a mental health crisis in this country. And and mm-hmm. and it's just we don't know how to handle it because it's in someone else's head. So we just think you're a fucking idiot or whatever. But it's some real shit. So yeah. I can sympathize and empathize, but surely not on the level um, that some people have to struggle with this. Wow. But I just thought it was funny. Your dedication funny to, to me is just because I'm like that's that stupid boogie. So can I tell? Can I tell a better story? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I yeah. thought you guys would think it was funny because like haha boogie's no, a dick. No, that's kind of scary. What? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, look, nobody. Every, what is? What are they doing behind my back? <laughs> Everyone's just like, just like, huh? How do we? How do we process that? I don't know. How should so I? So Kathy. <laughs> Thinking, dude, he was eating pussy for what, like 20, 30 minutes? I know. Good. <laughs> like, you think these girls hang out for my fucking charm? <laughs> not for the faux Crocs you're wearing. Not for, no. It's not for my Crocs or my my high socks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So, Kathy, maybe you can tell us about mechanical oral sex. What is mechanical oral Mechanical oral sex sex is, Creative Explorer is just this fiend who loves blowjobs like 24-7. But I think what he likes more is the fact that I complain about it and... And, and you, you have to do it. Exactly. Ah. Yes, because he's a total sadist, and yeah. even though he won't admit it. So uh, he's got to have blowjob before breakfast, blowjob after breakfast, blowjob after lunch. I mean, they're just blowjobs all day. <laughs> Christ. And I don't always feel like doing it. I'm not feeling submissive all the time. And so he wanted one after breakfast or something. And I, and I said, okay, look, I'm not feeling <laughs> submissive right now. I got to tell you, it was going to take a tremendous amount to push myself down into that headspace. So <laughs> I'll give help. you a blowjob, but it's going to be nothing but mechanical. I'm not feeling it at all. You're going to feel my mouth on your cock and that's it. He's all, okay, I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, that's works. Yeah. Yes. So I, and the lazy motherfucker just lies on his bed and it says, do it. Go for it. And so I'm, like, giving, I'm about to Did you start. sigh like really big before you just look at him and look at the <sighs> dick and just go, yeah. <sighs> I, uh, here I go. I mean, I'm not even going to use my tongue. You're just going to feel my lips. <laughs> Did you make robot sounds? That would have been the best. Uh, 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 no, that uh, would have amused You like him that, so buddy? Much. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Oral sex robots. <laughs> that would have been sex. So, how, so oh, I, I said, okay. So he goes, I said, it's, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if you can tell the difference. You know, if it's worse, you know, I don't want to hear about it. And then my whole world just crashes in on me when I realize, and I stop right before I go, I'm going to even put my mouth on him. And I go, look at him. I said, if it's better this way, I don't want to fucking hear it. And I got to tell you, if it is, this relationship is over. Uh, 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 uh. Where's my ice cream sandwich? Uh, 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 exactly. Uh, Mr. Ice cream sandwich. That is amazing. I, we didn't have the discussion afterwards because I don't want to know. So is that does that lead into gaming oral sex? Oh, this is how lazy he is. He got a, he got, yeah. what are they, the new Nintendo Switch, yeah. whatever it's called. He gets yeah, it and he's playing this. Zelda and Mario and all this shit. And he's all woman. Yes, well, exactly. Gotta suck Come my over while here. I'm playing my video games. Get on your knees. And I, I think he's going to put the fucking remote aside. He just right? rested on your head. He <laughs> did. <laughs> 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 he did. I called it. Boom. That, that is like every gamer's fantasy. Yes, I get it. But when you're the one on your knees in front of the dude, it's humiliating. And he didn't even stop. He's all, oh, man. It's I, it's like, I don't know how he can concentrate on both. He was as hard as a rock. And he's playing Zelda and going up and down mountains. And <laughs> I, Shut I, up. I've done that for Poppy before. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I've done it. Well, two two of them, while playing games and while watching football. It was awesome. Oh, uh, see. Yeah, I've done I, the game I'm one. So I've done Abyss and I used to play Mario Karts, and she would like, because she's, well, she's she's really good at it. I, like, never won. Um, but uh, <clears throat> but she would, like, ride me, and then she would, you know, try to make it work. Or there was one time where I, like, went down on her um, while she was playing uh, Mario Karts and to see if I could distract her. And I was able to distract her. 
she still she finished the race. You know, <laughs> she's a fucking trooper. We all remember. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. Oh, that's funny. It is kind of fun. Yeah. It's kind of fun. I'd like to be on the other end though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just got to quit real quick. It was an annoying call, but it's funny because if anyone's been on eBay and bought something, you understand. Oh yeah. Uh-uh. Uh, how crazy it can get and how fragile your little status is if you don't do this. So I won this crappy option for like a couple bucks and the the person I instantly go, "Hey, I want to pay cuz I, you know, I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget to pay." <laughs> so I always try to pay and their eBay wasn't hooked, their PayPal wasn't hooked up, and so it wasn't. So instantly I'm like, "Fuck." So I try like 18 times to fucking pay for this stupid thing and and then all of a sudden I'm like, "Shit, they're going to give me a no pay." If if I don't pay, that I didn't pay. Hey, so I calm e- down. so I email the guy and, er, and I'm like, hey, you know, you know, I can't pay, I can't pay. I'm like getting like this reverse <laughs> Jew thing, and I'm like, God damn it, let me pay. And I'm like, if you don't let me pay, and this went on for like four days, and then they they were like, order it again, and I'm like, kept doing it, and it didn't work. So I'm like, I'm gonna call eBay because I'm not gonna get a fucking no pay on Man. this fucking thing. So I'm getting all obsessive. And I and I get them on the phone, and they get on the phone actually pretty surprisingly quick. And it's some lady from like India, and she's like, you know, she's very polite, and you know, she's like going through the thing, and I like start just rambling, you know, like, hey, I don't want to get this no pay, and I don't just, you know, this is the thing, and I try to call, and I don't want to get dinged, you know, because then it affects your thing, and then people don't want to sell to you and stuff like that. And she goes, sir, 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 just can- <laughs> what? What was the item? Oh, oh no! Oh, good golly! Here we go. So uh, I took a breath. <laughs> okay. And I said, well, it was a silica, comfortable masturbation, realistic vagina, anal male jet cup <laughs> sex toy <laughs> that I won but for $2.80 that I won for $2. <laughs> <laughs> and 80 cents nice. from China because it was three in the morning and I was curious about one of the pocket pussy things. I love how you keep explaining to her <laughs> And and uh, and literally, because the second she asked that, I just all of a sudden said, "Oh, this is going to be good." <laughs> and literally, so professional, did not. She just went, "Uh huh, uh huh. Yes, I can see that here. I can see right here. You have the silica comfortable <laughs> masturbation realistic vagina anal male jet cup sex toy." At and that that didn't because uh, they they have to put like eighty things in the title so that you hit keywords. So uh, it was just that moment where, like, you're damn right I'm going to read this. <laughs> you're damn right I'm going to let her know what product that I should be getting for $2.80. So did you finally get it? No. Oh, boogie. Oh, what happened? I don't know. I don't know. <gasps> now I got You better give them a bad review now. Now I got to now I got to go and do the Dr. Right. Doe thing and like wrap the surgical glove in the fucking towel. In that pretty little towel. <laughs> It'll be nice. It's called a Fifi. Oh god, I can't believe it has a name. Stupid. I wanted to just why, you know, I finally wanted to try something. <laughs> Fuck. Fetlife.com. Bruises and bondage and pussies and dongs. Fetlife.com. Consensual, safe, and sane-ish. Silica comfortable masturbation, realistic vagina, anal male jet cup <laughs> sex toy. Go. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Especially Spanish Red, who has given us blanket permission and like the fucking whores that we are. We have exploited that. (laughs) Yes. I just looked on our list. Puts on her little minor hat and she just goes. Yes. We've used more of her posts than even. uh, She's very good. She's very good. Yes. So she wrote a piece called Reconciling Submission with Feminism, in which she says. If my first dominant had told me from the start what our relationship would eventually become, I would have accused him of misogyny and then slammed a door in his face. He seduced submission out of me one tiny cell at a time. I couldn't understand my response to it. Lord knows I tried. It compelled me, but it grated against my feminist side. My kinks were a veritable treasure trove of stuff liberal women should never, ever do. Or so I thought. DS has not a damn thing to do with gender or societal norms. I wasn't a sub because I was a woman, but despite it. BDSM doesn't give a damn about your Y chromosomes. It insists that we all choose our sexualities freely with not a single fuck given to heteronormative ideas. What is more consistent with feminism than that? Equality is a necessity in a power exchange, as counterintuitive as it seems. Empowerment is the very thing that allows a submissive to give up power. A dom who can't understand that is no dominant at all. Thank you. Very good. Michelle? 
<laughs> I like how she didn't go to me because I'm just the guy. I'm not going to you first. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I got stuff. Hey, when I heard she was going to be here, I thought, well, this is a really good topic because didn't you start off in this? I I did. As I a started off as you know, bottom submissive, and um, what? <laughs> that was Poppy Ramon giving <laughs> a hacking ha. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that submissive part didn't work out. Go no. on. <laughs> no, not so much. But, you know, I, I do try sometimes. <laughs> God. Um, but, you know, yeah. So I did start out as, as being a bottom and and um, I would have doms kind of circle me like sharks because in the beginning I'm very quiet, very reserved. I, if I don't know you, you know, I, in the, coming into this big scary world of kink, I, I didn't know anyone at all. So, you know, very quiet, and they're like, you would be the perfect submissive because you're so quiet, and you're so demeanor, and you're so great. <laughs> I understand the ha now. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't know if that's quite it because, you know, I kind of like to have cookies whenever the fuck I want. <laughs> I don't have to ask anyone for cookies. You know, but, um, and then I found uh, the, the femdom parties, and I kind of went from there and it just exploded but, but you did I am yeah you oh, didn't leave i didn't submission leave. because it graded against any kind of no because um even though yes i am very dominant personality i am still i like to i still like to take care of my men in my life and and you know cook them dinner and make sure that they're comfortable and and take care of their needs and do those kinds of things that would be considered submissive but um i don't know i just consider it me taking care of my loved ones so yeah, I, I i i'm like so i make cornbread and cookies and <laughs> dinners and eat pussy and that makes me a fucking submissive where did that rule come from <laughs> If you do it because you want it, if you do it because you want to do it, and because you want the reaction that you get out of them for right. doing it, then that's that's well, my and dominant. See, yeah. And that's me and me and Poppy Ramon. We have a different kind of uh, you know very light DS, you know Poppy and baby girl, and I that's what I want out of that kind of relationship with him. So I want a different kind of relationship with him that rather than that. I like the I love this post um and i love this concept because you hear this a lot i mean you might have heard this more about this 15 years ago when there was a lot of you know you were either this or that you were either a dominant or a submissive and mm -hmm. obviously if you were a female you couldn't be dominant there was a lot more of this like 15 years ago in the lifestyle and then that started changing where people started understanding more about the dynamics and and what it is to be a dominant or a submissive and that it has nothing to do with gender. We still get a lot of this from outside of the community looking in because they haven't, they still have their thought. I think a lot of feminist women or feminist sympathizers outside of the lifestyle look at our lifestyle as though we're oppressing women and women mm -hmm. that are submissive because they don't understand that half of the men our bottoms and submissives. Yeah. They don't understand about the power exchange. They don't understand that it's a relationship of trust or hopefully a relationship yeah. of trust in that you give your submission to someone once they inspire that submission and respect. And that's all predicated on the idea that the person that you give the power to is going to use that power, taking your best interest physically and mentally into consideration as well, mm -hmm. which is actually an empowering thing, not just, I mean, because anyone can be led by male and female, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that, that doesn't matter. So I think it's really interesting once you come into the lifestyle, it really does become less about gender because we see that it has nothing to do with gender. And when I talk to people on the outside that are like, oh, it's, you know, you beat women and I go, um, I'm not dominant because I'm dominating women. I'm dominating because I'm dominating the person that I'm sexually attracted to. If I was a, if I was gay, I'd be fucking beating dudes. Mm -hmm. Period. It, it, I wouldn't. I would not beat dudes because oh well, you're a dude. I you know I, I if if I was gay and I was that was I dominate right. because I identify 
with a dominant nature and a daddy nature in my play, not because of that it's a specific gender in front of me. But for the outside person uh, who doesn't really understand uh, kink or BDSM, I can I can totally see why they would have trouble understanding that. It it's close to impossible for someone to walk into a, any kind of kink scene, see a man subjugating a woman, using her sexually, even abusing her when you get into the more extreme uh, power exchange and think to yourself well, that's just a wonderful scene. That's so lovely that those two have negotiated and that's what they want. They're going to pick up the phone and call 911. It's a very difficult thing to get through to the average person. You have to want to understand yeah, you have what to want, a kinky yeah. person <laughs> is. You have to be willing to ask. Right, but that just... Most it, people won't. It has, it has such a... Um, You get such a visceral reaction when you see a man dominating a woman that it's almost impossible to get that person out of that mind frame in order to even explain to them what's going on. They don't want to hear what's going on. So I can fix this. I can Uh -uh. fix the world right now. Are you ready? Oh, God. Everyone out there in perverted podcast land, (laughs) get a pen and paper. Remember those? Okay, you can type it on your fucking iPad or whatever the fuck you have. But this is the fix of the world. Everyone, fourth Friday of every month, everyone in the world <laughs> has to go to Threshold in North Hollywood, California, United States of America, and go to Domination. Yes. Where they can see yes. the women dominate the men. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And then they, that will fuck with their circuits. Because they'll go, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. This isn't just about men dominating women. What are these women doing to these men? Right. So maybe it's not about that. Did I fix the world? Is that no, it? I, that, everyone. No, but everybody so. should come Seven to billion. Yeah. I mean, I can't only stay there so long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. It's fun. He walks mm. through. He gets something to I drink. Through, like, says hello, and then he leaves. <laughs> a handful of grapes. You oh, know. you should see. And there's, there's this, this a fist up every dude's ass. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus loves you. I'm going to go back to my... Or the sounding. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Poppy Ramon. So I think uh, what a lot... I don't even know how to word it. Like you said, they, the vanilla world sees this. They see what they see in the movies, the dominance, the macho, and they're relating stuff. What they don't see and what nothing's ever talked about or explained or no one's ever actually said is everything is negotiated. Mm-hmm. Before what you're seeing was already negotiated, yeah, they hopefully. talked it out and they both agreed to this. N- that's never discussed in any discussion of BDSM. So Vanilla World season, like, oh, he's forcing her to do this. Oh, he's demanding. He's he's dominating. They don't realize. No, they already agreed. They talked it out. They are both okay. She specific or sorry, the submissive has agreed to these things. That's something that. I think needs to be brought to the light for people to maybe, maybe, but, oh, not everyone, but I'm sure a few people, oh, okay, still weird, but if they agreed, then. I, I, I totally agree with that, and, and I just think that this all comes down to having these discussions that we're having right now. Mm-hmm. This is the second answer, because it, it may be difficult to oh, get Lord. 7 billion people to domination fourth Friday of every month. At Threshold, North Hollywood, California, United wow, States of Wow, he's pimping our party, I Michelle. love it. I love it. Oh, the munch but is what, this Thursday. But, yeah, that's right, Okay, baby. fuck the munch. You don't hey! see... You, but no! I know. Hey, because oh. you're not going to see that dynamic sure at the you munch. Oh, you're yeah. not going to see... You're, you're not, not going to see fisting, but... You're not uh, Okay. You know. Come uh, back to me. Second me, idea okay. is is what we do, is you need to get everyone in the world to listen to Perverted Podcast yeah. every week. Available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean. And this is what this is how we do it, because if we don't get the world hearing that there's another way, we're up against the media and the media is only going to print what's the most sensational. They're not going to go. It's like puppy up the tree. You know, if you you, you, two puppy up the tree stories and no one's fucking listening to your show, 
They want to hear all the scary, wrong crap that's with mm-hmm. the world. So you're only going to see on the news when it is non-consensual, when it was the guy wrapped in a closet and they left him there with a tube in his mouth and then the tube fell out and he died. And, you know, or the people burned to death because they did bondage or, you know, you know, illegally or the, the Germans that ate the guy, you know, like, you know, that's all we're going to hear. That was a case, by the way. Ew. Yeah. yeah, a guy gave permission for the guy to kill and eat him. Oh, and yeah. he did, and it's still illegal. Um, surprisingly. I think it should be legal, by the way. I think if someone's thought about it and says, I'm ready to go, you can eat me, just let him fucking go, man. But that's just me. I'm sorry. It's just bad. It's my, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just like, let's clean up, let's clean, let's clean the floors. Um, but I think it's so important that if you have the ability to speak, and that's why it's so important to be a part. If you're on a college campus that doesn't have a kink group, and you can start a, a kink group where you have people and speak on panels and talk about these things, that's really the only way we're going to do this. Otherwise, we're going to continually mm-hmm. live under this umbrella right. of that it's against women, and women are being abused, and this is wrong, and how can you be a feminist like I think, but this is something also that even women within the scene will experience, just like uh, sure. Red is talking. Oh yeah, about. it's not. Yeah, it's and a- I definitely went through something like that. As embarrassing as it is to admit, I mean, I grew up in a, a household of women. My mother divorced when we were twelve, and from that moment on, there was nothing but women in the house, and it was such an empowering, positive upbringing from that moment on. Once my father was out, she of got the rid of the dick. Hey, yeah. What can I yeah. say? He was an asshole. Uh, but and my mother always encouraged us uh, to do our own thing and not listen to anybody else. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd had these fantasies all my life. Uh, I'd always had I had many fantasies, but some of them were about being subjugated, being treated as a sex object, and they were some of my most intense uh, fantasies and the ones that I would have pointed to and said, "Those are the ones I kind of want to come true." Mm-hmm. And so when I I started getting into the kink scene. Um, I didn't obviously dive into that head first because that's pretty extreme. But upon finding somebody that I really trusted, I thought this is somebody that I, I could probably try this with and found that it was, I felt, ugh, I felt shame within myself mm-hmm. for wanting to be subjugated by a man, for wanting to be, and and I'm using these terms with, with a, within a kink context, wanting to be abused, wanting to be mistreated because I wasn't really abused and mistreated. Uh, but just having that desire come up in me made me feel like I was betraying everything I had been taught. Even though I knew that it was negotiated, I understood BDSM and kink, I knew perfectly well that I was the one who was letting this happen, who was asking for this to happen. It didn't change that that part of me that immediately just automatically would pop up without my consent at all in the back of my head and say, how can you allow an, a man to do this to you? Mm-hmm. This is not the, the woman that your your mother taught you to be. So that it was, and honestly, it was not a, a huge uh, battle within myself. I it, it, you got over I, it. Yeah, I reconciled with it and I moved on. But it was there, and I was shocked to find that it was there. It's it doesn't matter what your your mother taught you. you I I was the 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 victim of everything I had ever seen, read, taken in, listened to, and that stuff lays back there in the back of your head for a good long time, and then one day it just pops up and fucks with you. I think it's it's probably very similar to people with religious backgrounds that come into kink and they it, you can't stop those guilt feelings. You no. can't stop yeah. that programming. You know, I had it. You know, and it was years. I got into the kink scene years after I had deconverted from, you know, Christianity to atheism. And those programmings were still there. So I think it was really important that you pointed that out that it's okay that those feelings come up. It's just don't run away because of them. They're just normal feelings. It's part of your programming. And just look at what's around you and develop your relationship with yourself uh, using information that's not your programming. Yeah, I had to do the same thing because, you know, oh, no, I'm like this big, tough girl. I'm like, I can take it all. And, you know, I can, you know, I can manage my house, my kids and, you know, single mom and I can do all this you know why why do I need a man to 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 tell me you know whatever and you know for most of the part I'm like no I I'm not like 
some of the dominant men, I'm like, no, you you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to inspire me to want to serve you. So it took a while to find someone that that was able to make me want to do those things for him. And so you know, it's it is submission is something that you know you have to have the right partner to to be able to do this with. And I see some some women just come in there; they just want that so bad that they just give it away to just anyone. And I think men do that. that. I don't think that's, I think men, a lot of male submissives come in because they have that fantasy. Well, that, and they, they're, that's a little, it's a little different with them. Yeah. It's a whole different story. It's a whole different story, but yeah. uh, You know, so being able to find someone to let my guard down and to be okay with, you know, doing these things that, um, you know, the, the tough Michelle, wouldn't ever allow a man do to do to do to her you know it's nice yeah it's a tough one it was a good good. post though it was good yeah Yeah. oh lord (laughs) just hit the button god (laughs) oh wait i was was trying to like like make some segue glue there because i was trying to find the button and Uh, then i had to go yeah God damn it, it was the wrong jingle. <laughs> yeah. What did you think was coming up? I thought it was a more happy one. <laughs> if I should have done that, I should have gone. Oh, and then I think you had segue. these on a cycle because we've heard that one already like twice in the last uh, no this is week months, three so. it's in week three okay fine oh, whatever Lord. man this is perfect this is magna eccentra who uh wrote to us before but she wanted to tell us that last night i had a dream Uh-oh. that boogie was the marriage counselor to my husband and i <laughs> <laughs> oh <Yes>! wow <laughs> finally <laughs> validation <laughs> we were having a counseling session and boogie was really good uh-huh. it's it's true even though most of the advice came with the recommendation of anal <laughs> that sounds about right. Right. And this was a dream? Yeah. <laughs> or did I actually talk to this person? He was saying things like, be present with each other and put things in her ass. That is what I would do. It's toys. Or you have to be emotionally transparent and do it in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think people would pay. People would pay. Oh, right. All the while, my husband and I are nodding in agreement as if we're being handed down wisdom from some kind of guru. <clears throat> it was <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Obviously, I woke up laughing my ass off. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Hey, hey, let me tell you. What? Let me tell you something. Anal makes you present. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it is does. very difficult. I have to say it does. It is very difficult <laughs> like, oh. to have something up your ass <laughs> and be distracted. Just saying. Okay. So I include it. Bobby. <laughs> Thank you very much. So that reenactment. <laughs> in my therapy, yes. uh, I may uh, even dream therapy, I will recommend anal as <laughs> a focus tool. I, uh, uh-huh. very good. Right. At least we people are finally starting to understand. Yeah. Check in with Unger. Unger. Uh, Unger, Unger, Unger. Unger. Unger, Unger, Unger. Leonard. Unger, Unger, Unger. <laughs> Leonard. Did Leonard may be gone by now. Yeah. <laughs> Leonard is now just poop floating out to sea. Could be. <laughs> Poor Leonard. Aw. What's going on in the chat room, Unger? Um, we're talking about sewing. Of oh, course. Cool. That's sewing. <laughs> Which sewing sounds, hands together, sounds, sewing arms which together. Which sounds so innocent. No, counted cross stitch, a little, <laughs> yeah, little crochet. Actually, we're talking about well, sewing for cosplay and stuff. And and <laughs> did you just see how they just tanked? Everyone in the room was like, "Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sewing bodies." And you're like, "No, costumes." <laughs> and so, uh, oh, whatever. can we get on to another? Yeah. Well, we're talking. Uh, I was bringing up the, then I had brought up that you need a sewing machine so I can do leather because sewing leather is a thing. But and nylon webbing and. And metal shop and mixing them all and the weird things we can make. Um, before that, we were talking about <laughs> ramen and cats. Ramen. Oh my and god, cats. cat ramen is delicious. <laughs> well, it was Stop two it. separate. Conversations. Oh my god, you just gnaw on the little paw. No, he it's said two separate conversations the paws are called beans. because they were trying to. They were talking about how I go kitty and what kind of cat I would be, and we were talking about ramen. Secondly. 
and so talking about how everyone needs to meet in Pasadena. That's our chat. So what if you drain the ramen? And, okay, you have the dried cat on the side. But if you get a live cat and then you dry the ramen, like, to where it's still wet, but it's not, not dripping, and then you play with kitties with the ramen strands. Fun. Hunger? And then you can swat at it and eat it. Huh? That wouldn't work for me because I'd squish it too quickly. Yes, he's hunger. He's an ogre. Well, you just even if he's a kitty, harp. He would squish he's an the ogre kitty. Meow. It still gets squished into non-noodle-like substance. Exactly. But if your arms were sewed together, then you would just be just with the leather sewing just, machine. Well, with the no, leather, if, yes. if my arms were sewed together like they were, him to or, the pad. Or Friday. <laughs> Then there's the risk. Hopefully, it will just be the fishing line that breaks. Uh, I love how he uh, takes this all so seriously. If, That's have, what would happen. I don't know. Someone's cutting. If if someone's happens, cutting a four-inch strip of so your body off of you. Pottery pens. Probably be yeah. a little serious. I've got all the stuff I the need. Rails. Yeah, we can so, do you. Yeah, it's all right. right. That's uh, that's our chat room. But um, yeah, we were talking actually. That was something we talked about Friday. Is what happens if you pull hard? Do we have local seamstresses? Because you know we need some. You know, Zua needs new costumes, and uh, and we just we need to just find put a put that out there. I'm just put it out there. There you go. Sure Maybe there's know. someone and that knows how to sew costumes and just we, like because we, we have a song called Superhero, a brand new song. It's amazing, and I want to get all the cosplayers together. And it's you know it's about a little girl that you know fantasizes about being a superhero, and then it goes into all the you know comms and you know you know uh, so, Comic Con and stuff like that. Uh, so we need a lot of cosplayers yeah. for that. Knowing some of the some of the cross population with the different scenes in Los Angeles, yes, I'm sure we have some people nice. who can sew. There Do you it. go, Boogie. Let's get sewing. Let's have, a, let's have a sewing party. Oh, uh, no. Okay. That's so... <laughs> Dude. Let's just stitch together no. some, some costumes. Costumes. Ca- what? No. Let's move on. All right, fine. Costumes. There's always a kink you don't know about yet, so let's learn one now on Fetish <laughs> Roulette. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kathy? Yes? I am excited. <laughs> Finally. About fetish roulette. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> because, A, I have someone to pan this off to almost <laughs> within 30 seconds of starting the bit. And second, you know, because I... every you, Kathy, you just don't get it sometimes. I don't get it. <laughs> it's now a thing. I have to write the three jokes. Oh. I have to... And I hate it, and they're and I make them as bad as humanly possible. And sometimes it takes a really long time. And the, Kathy, yeah. this was the first time where these magical jokes mm. came literally in under a minute. <gasps> no, all just like literally <laughs> squirted in my mouth. Okay. Uh, and Somebody I spit surprised. them under the page. <laughs> <laughs> these these are the jokes. Ladies and gentlemen, and it's rhetorical. Just don't don't answer. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll get to it. Are you ready? These are good. This is this is good. I just feel spleens curling up right now. Does the dentist chair make you wet down there? <laughs> Do bleeding gums make you cums? Actually, yes. <laughs> Do you beat your meat to pulling teeth? Yes. If you said yes to any of these, (laughs) Kathy doesn't get it. Then you may be into odontophilia or the fetish of teeth-related procedures, tooth extraction, teeth impressions, and skin as a result from biting, imagery of dental procedures. They are arousing to these fetishes. Do bleeding gums make you cums? <laughs> Michelle's having a good time. Oh, my God. Prior to Novocaine, because you got to remember, prior to Novocaine and, you know, things that stopped the pain, you when you had to pull a tooth in the old days, you just pulled the fucking tooth. And some people discovered their masochism uh, through that scenario. Uh-huh. And today, I now have nothing else to say. <laughs> Because Michelle, <laughs> this is her jam. So my jam. <laughs> Yay! We actually have somebody in the room that will admit <laughs> that this is uh, not. Now, this is. Would you call this a, a fetish or just a kink? I don't know. Do you get arousal from doing dental stuff? Um, when I'm doing it on uh, p- 
people, yeah, a little bit. But like, um, okay, not always, not always. But what about turns you do? Okay, so just explain a little bit. Okay, so just being able to kind of take over their space. I am in the mic. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You're five inches away from the mic. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) So for me, being able to kind of get into their space and kind of take over and move their head around with their jaw is is kind of cool. And also to make them bleed as well, because, you know, I like blood. Um, it just makes it even more hotter. I mean, uh, I've done so many scenes with, with Crusader, Crusader K and, uh, it's just amazing. It's so now so this is a dental procedure. You are actually doing a dental procedure of sorts. Of sorts. So I've, you're in someone's mouth. I just want our listeners yes, to under, yes, understand. Yes, I it. have taken, I have, um, gotten stuff that, to make impressions and I've done two impressions at the same time to make my own gag with the impressions. I have put needles into his gums where they're sticking out. I have given him, I've cut the, his mucosa. His, <laughs> uh, the inside of the, like right underneath the the gums and and where the teeth meet, like that little fleshy part in your oh, mouth. Yeah. Like I cut a little bit there and then sewed it up. Um, that was fun. And just you know, overall, just like fucked in his mouth and and clanked around in there. And I've got I've got my own like cleaning tools. So I was like, oh, you're doing a very good job cleaning your teeth. I like what you're doing here. You know. <laughs> Okay, so you know, giving him a, a I good. Just picture, we like, liked it. I <laughs> can't. I can't picture. Like usually in the week that we do, in between week to week, we get about now about six hundred listeners. Uh, I just picture right now just the amount of people fighting. Like there's probably like three people still listening to this show right now. <laughs> so on that note, can we? Does this just clarify okay. for anybody listening that you are actually professional work without giving too much away? Correct. You're not somebody who who's just fucking around in there and doesn't know what what she's doing. Right. But yeah. Okay. So this is not <laughs> this is not something that the average person should try. Hey, that sounds good. Let me stick a needle in your gums. Well, well I, mean, I mean you can. Okay. If you Wait. have if you have general knowledge of needles and needle play, I don't see why you couldn't. And human anatomy, especially yeah. anatomy. People who learn to do needle play will normally learn on their arms, right. on their backs, on their chest. Right. Isn't it completely different doing it in somebody's mouth? Yeah, because well, I mean like there's it's mostly bone and and very thin tissue, so you do have to be careful. Right. So yeah. But I don't know. It's so like I would let the average. If I were into that, I would not well, let the average person. Not yes, only, not only that, yeah. but also like you have to be careful with the needles because, it, especially if you have them open with like a mouth prop or something, and now their mouth is open and you have those needles in their mouth. It's like a and sharps then, container. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you kind of have to be careful and, and be. You know, be aware that you don't want the needles or any of the shit that you're putting to go down their throat. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's something that I Why are you laughing? Because that is so fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine some poor fucker strapped to a table with needles in their gums and their mouth spread open with a fucking spreader and they can't do anything? It's just just, like. Just go to my. Go to my. Pictures. You'll just see them there. One needle just goes. Yeah. Kunk, human sharps container. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Awful and awesome. Yeah. Oh my god. Because you know it's happened. You know. Not here not and here. not with Michelle. No, like, not with me. <laughs> no. But it just but it sounds is. like a horror movie. And and it is. It's like for me also to bring knives into the play. It's uh-huh. it brings that element of fear play too as well. So do you really use spreader bars on people's mouths? Spreader yeah. bar is it called? It's not called a spreader bar. No, it's it's. <laughs> That's a thing you have someone by the hands and shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but going yes. to hurt you when this show is over. You got yourself a spreader bar. But it's what, only 24 but, inches long. But what's great is is like you can bring out other elements like pliers and and knives and like you know and. Just like, just to like, fuck with them and like, oh well, you know, you never know what I'm going to do with these pliers. 
and just kind of clank around in there. Is there anybody else that you know of in the L.A. area that enjoys this as much as you do? I do. He's right here. Hey, look, Aww. now you actually have you brought one of I your brought, victims. I brought my <laughs> step play up, partner. Yeah, step up to the mic. He's amazing. Now, who are oh, you? Thank you. Who are you? Let me just give this an adjust. Um, okay. For tonight, oh. I'm Ed. I've been referred oh, okay. to as Crusader K. That's my name on FetLife, Crusader underscore K. Great marketing there in sure. case anybody's interested. And he's my play partner. Yeah. <laughs> so now then, when she's doing now your mouth's open, and um, is this more for you, like, is the sensation exciting, or is it more about the submission you're letting someone do this to you? Oh, it's all the above. And Michelle mentioned a really great part of it, the, the invasion of space and the feeling of being trapped, especially in a chair, the sort of the end of... And I'm... Um, also a big fan of medical fetishism, so just mm-hmm. the sort of doctor-patient role play is a huge part of it. But yeah, um, and um, yeah, I guess it's sort of that and the oral fixation aspect of it. And yeah, really the, the intimacy that comes with that. Because yeah. you are kind of present. Oh, yeah. You, you kind of got to be present. Yeah, Someone's sticking thing. needles it's in your gums. All, and that's the thing. And um, I, I was, um, it's it can be what, you know, but when the pain is gr- when the pain is good, it's really really good because it's in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. And when it's bad, it's really really bad for the same reason. Wow. Um, <laughs> not yeah. a lot, not a lot for that. Uh, it's because it yeah, signal like, to travel. Yeah, <laughs> so like all the pleasure and pain kind of feels like it's just in the core of your head. So it's, yeah, I guess wow. that would be kind of interesting yeah. because like yeah. spankings and you know all the other parts of the body, it does have to kind of travel. And I know it happens really fast. But it's you have a sensation way over here, and then you're getting the ethereal, you know, whatever right. you're experiencing in your head. So it's like all there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be pretty interesting. Yeah. Like hair pulling, it's, I'm it's sure hair pulling kind of you know has similar, but not really same as needles. But so you guys ever done the human sharps container? Where um, she just we have flicks um, one off. I think that was like the first thing we did. And, yeah. Um, if you guys don't mind me recounting a story, I remember. When I first came into the scene as an 18-year-old, I was so yes, convinced it was amazing. that I would never, ever be able to make people scream or scare people with the amount of masochism or suffering I'd be able to take. Because I thought, oh, I'm just, you know, I am i don't really know anything. I'm kind of a <laughs> wuss. Um, well, maybe not a wuss, but, you know, I just didn't figure that masochism was really my jam. Right. But then, you know, but, you know, having gone through years of orthodontic stuff, years of different procedures, you know, family history and all that... Um, I had built up a pretty good tolerance, so you know when she was sticking needles in me and spinning me around. And yeah, I spin jam- them around the chair. And, I, I and hang jamming yeah. alginate impression trays in my mouth two at a time. Right, and she would show people off, and they would recoil in horror. These nice, people, these you did it. Who were like, you found your jam. These hardcore motherfuckers who were like, "Yeah, I'm a bad motherfucker," and then <laughs> and then they look at me, and they're like. <laughs> they run away in terror. It was great. It was just this really vindicating feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm and, used uh, to people yeah. reacting that way when they pass by the room you're in, Michelle. <laughs> it does oh, Pretty much anything yeah, you're doing. This is true. Now then, just yeah, for our I, the rest of our listeners, it's yeah. not a competition. Yeah, it's not a competition. No, it's, it's not, not a competition. You can be a light bottom, too. But it is kind of fun if you right. are... Because it, it is fun to see the reactions yeah. on people. That's part mm-hmm. of exhibitionism yeah. is to get those different reactions. And when they do squick out, it is kind of like a hee-hee-hee. Yeah. yeah, yeah not not trying is. to put anybody down, but it was just quite the unexpected thrill. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that is very – That is very. thank you very much for uh, my a- adding my a little bit to that. My pleasure. It's such an honor to be here. Aww. And um, if you have ginger – if your gums are bleeding, maybe get that checked out. Yes. Yeah. A yes, nice definitely. little public uh, service announcement. Go get a deep cleaning. Yeah, gingivitis isn't fun. Uh, no. Yeah. Thanks so much, everybody. I couldn't imagine hey. Michelle in my mouth. No. Because I just maybe, well, first of all, there's a lot of space because I'm missing, you know, a third of my teeth. It's okay. You only see the front ones, but I was poor. I lived, you know, yeah. I lived outside, so oh, it was $1,500 to get a crown, and no. it was 90 bucks to rip it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got some... Listing TC, look, she teeth missing I, I here. I see him. And on these, there's, yeah, we got a lot of them. Uh, Don't let this woman near your mouth. No, I no. will well, not. Okay. But human I, sharps container, the reverse Hellraiser thing is I, literally the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. I have so many people who ask me to pull their teeth for them. <gasps> no, yeah, really? save money. I have so many people who are like, well, you know, can you pull my teeth for me? They're, they're kind of bad anyway. And, you know, I figure it's your king. Would you pull my teeth? The answer is always going to be no, because for one thing, I, d- I don't have any x-rays. 
I don't know what's going on with your health history. And also, like, if something, if there's an infection, it goes into your sinus and I pull the teeth and then there's no antibiotics or anything like that. You will die. You will die. So I do not actually pull teeth. Yes, I have you my help collection in at work. You I have help I have my collection, but I do not actually pull teeth unless you know the doctor like hands me the thing and I. So, but it. if you were like plane crash island thing, and it was I could like totally do fucking it. Survivor plane, yes, with uh, Tom I, Hanks. Yes, that I would. You know, but you you'd know, be, I'll help you out, bro. Because you're because you you don't want to go and and pay the ninety bucks. No. Yeah. yeah really, <laughs> you know what? Because I look back on those, and when I would go in, finally, just I would last like two years, and I'd be using just aspirin. What? And and the dentist would be like, "How did you live like this? Completely rotted out?" And I'm just like, "I just got to just deal with it, man. I don't have the cash to do yeah. this." And it's like, you know what? I look back on that, and it would have been so easy for me to get an infection, yeah, and really been in some serious trouble. It's like, dude, if you're really that broke, go out into the street and collect aluminum cans for a couple weeks and fucking yeah. get the hundred bucks or whatever to to get that because teeth, teeth, teeth pain yeah, is bad. It's bad. It is. What? No, you can sit down. <laughs> yeah, no, get the fuck out of here. We, no! we used your, we used your stories. We used, oh, God, suck up to the get. Look at that. It's amazing. Play the thing. Yes. Well, then, fine. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record it. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, Visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everybody in the Love Lab tonight. Woo. And especially to Anger and everyone in the chat room. Yay. Yay. To Michelle for guest hosting. Woo. And all of her groupies. And her groupies, Woo. Papi Ramon, Baby Girl, Ed, and Shine. Woo. Woo. Let's not forget Mew and Voltron. <laughs> right. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, we'll be here next week for show number 138. And here's a great tragic song that I wrote on bass for a porn star that I dated who dumped me before I actually played her the song. And it's a great one thing. <laughs> it was like horrible. Well, she made me read this book, right? She was really, uh, you know, she was a big porn star at the time. And she said her favorite book was Trumpet of the Swan. And she was totally obsessed with bass, the bass guitar. Uh-huh. And so I wrote her a song on bass. And I'm like, this is going to be the one where I like tell her and like literally uh, she no. went away and then like I practiced it and I got good at it and then she came back and then she like you know dumped me oh. <laughs> and I never so now wow. you get to hear the magic the pain oh, and then yeah. feel the fuck you that goes <laughs> that goes under the magic we will see uh, you guys next god I've been all just all sorts of great boogie you stories have. to sandwich of boogie insanity we love you, though. Great to have you here, and we will see you guys next week for Show 138. Woo! Somehow these walls
God's asking for heart is worth the price. If they saw what she gives to me, they'd never ask twice. A brilliant mind that was pure, refined by fire. A charm beneath her wings that sings like a choir. Oh, how she intrigues me! Oh, how she intrigues me! When my eyes wander to the ancient skies, I taste the truth that I'd fly higher than a cop would fly to be near you. Blow my sweetest notes. I hope she sees.